Welcome to another episode of I Love You But with me, Chris Gear. And me, Jenny Gear. But today it doesn't matter about Jenny Gear because it's the Father's Day episode. So it's oh, all about me. God's sake. It's all about me, just me. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yes, Father's Day. I do love it. I actually love it more than my birthday. Do you know why? Uh, because you share it with other people? Good. Ah, you see, I do know you. See, you do. Yeah. 16 years together, thankfully, you know a little bit about me. Because you don't like the attention being totally on you. I don't like my birthday. Despite the intro that we just heard. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a massive fan of my own birthday. I love yours because mm-hmm. I get to think about a present, mm-hmm. which I don't usually because at Christmas you get all the presents for people. Yeah, I normally sort it out, don't I? But you are very good at gifts giving, apart from the red earrings that we discussed in like Ep3 or whatever it was. Yeah, usually rubbish when it comes to uh, jewellery or clothing. Yeah. Epic fails all over the place. So we actually haven't had Father's Day yet, even though when we air, it'll be yesterday. Oh, we've got a fly again, Chris. The fly's in. The bloody fly's back. It's fly season. Anyone else getting problems with flies at the moment? <laughs> They're the only living thing in the world that I have no problem getting rid of. Swatting. Swatting, in a way. You know those little tennis rackets yeah, that you can yeah. get that Zzz. buzz them? They kind of incinerate them which is awful really I feel dreadful every time I do that really satisfying and then feel dreadful I love all sorts of creatures especially bees yeah of course I can even put up with wasps yeah even though they actually don't really do anything for the world are we getting back to Father's Day you've gone off on a big tanjo again well it's just what I do Jen especially (laughs) when when I'm all giddy at the moment because Father's Day mm-hmm. is, uh, we're obviously pre-recording this for Monday, but Father's Day to me, what day is it today? It's Friday. Friday. It's a bit Friday, late this week. so we're a little bit late this week. And I'll tell you why we're a little bit late. Go on. Fly. Get him, Chris. Shall Get I, him. Shall I just, I'm going to, hang on, I'm going to get rid of him. Bear with us. He's gone. No, no, he is gone. Get, did you get rid of him? I did. Well done. Actually, I'm really proud of myself for getting rid of that fly so quickly. (laughs) Because usually you open the window or the door for them. Yeah. And they go everywhere (laughs) apart from outside. Have you noticed that? uh, You're like such a dumbass fly. Yeah. Where was I? You were saying, why are we late recording uh, before you were saying about Father's Day? Okay. We had nothing to say. We had nothing to say, guys. We had literally nothing to say. We hadn't done anything. We sat down probably three times attempting (laughs) to do the podcast this week. We usually record on a Monday so that Jen has the whole week to edit and then we put it out on the following Monday. But as soon as we decided to switch that up, um, we've sort of failed miserably, haven't we? Yeah. Anyway, here we are. See, the reason I'm excited about Father's Day is because today kicked off the Father's Day weekend with a father and son breakfast at Freddie's school. So lovely. How nice is that? They put on like a breakfast so that the kids visit with their dads. But it was nice having chats with other dads. Oh, yeah. So you felt like very daddish. I felt daddish. Oh, yeah. Like, like, let's chat about our kids. Yeah, it was was nice. And um, because the weather's so amazing at the moment, we're spending a lot of time outside. I can't believe that, you know, six months ago, when we were recording this I was telling you off for putting the heating on Mm -hmm. and now like 
the all I mean, it's just so stuffy in here while we're recording because we can't have the windows open, of course, because we've got to have good sound. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, speaking of flies, oh, yeah, yeah, I just looked in my notes, and one of the origin of words that I was supposed to do, which I haven't done yet, is the origin of blue-arsed fly. Blue-arsed fly? Like flying around like a blue-arsed yeah, fly? Yeah, I'm sorry. I've been flying around like a blue-arsed fly. Jen, enlighten us. I will once I've looked it up. <laughs> so with the Father's Day weekend, uh, I have decided... Jen's got a gig today, haven't you? I have. Jen's out singing and playing the old Joanna. Singing for my supper love. I don't know why I said it like that in a northern accent. So you've got your gig today, which means you're going to be away for the evening or a large part of it, Uh which means Freddie and I, to continue the Father's Day weekend, I'm teaching him how to build a barbecue. Build a barbecue? This, this is what or cook I, a barbecue. Well, this is what I said to Fred this morning. Yeah, it's just cook a barbecue, but you need to build it, right? With Do the you? Coals I thought you'd already build it. No, oh, oh, not oh, actually the oh, thing. Oh, right. No, I, I see what you mean. Like build a fire within the barbecue. Yeah. You've got to be more specific. Well, I know Freddie questioned that as well. He was like, yeah. what do you mean build a barbecue? That sounds yeah. like a really long task. Yeah. And I said, no, like build the yeah. fire oh, oh, I in see. the yeah. barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought would be quite exciting. Obviously yeah. safety first. Of course. But if I was 10 <laughs> years old, I would want to know how to start that barbecue yeah. and no, cook a little steak for myself. I'd love it. to know how to start a barbecue. I've never learned, you know. Because Neither my have dad, I. Because so, my, da- <laughs> my dad's always done it and then you just did it straight away. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, and you're the chef, so I've just always left you to it. Well, there's nothing better than... Because I don't, we don't have a gas barbecue. We have one of those twenty-five quid from the supermarket. Because we live in Britain, barbecue probably, table, barbecue. T- yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm probably only going to use it. I don't know, twice, three times this entire year. Yeah. Um. So I like the whole kind of man make fire. Thing. Yeah, 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 of course okay. you do. Yeah. Um, I so, think a lot of men do that. They like that. And then the women do all the prep. Like, Women make the salads. Women make the salads and all the like the. It's um, so backwards, isn't the, it? Uh, all, all the salads and all the and all the what do you call it when you um, uh, oh and all the marinades. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Like the prep. Yeah, all the prep and, and like then the prep men all the, just... and the men just just stand there and grill it with a beer. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, that's not true for our situation. You do it all. Yeah, you well, do it all. One one little trick that I learned that you you should never overstep. Yeah, go into on. another man's barbecuing. Oh, really? Okay, so if a guy's grilling, yeah, don't go in there and comment about like mm, you should flip that now. Oh, or no. they're doing their needs, own thing. Yeah, that needs a little less temperature. Don't come in with your. Yeah. It's hugely offensive Is to it? the barbecuee. Yeah, I can understand that. I wouldn't want to be told if I was doing my thing. No, but what if you know that they're burning everything? I quite like burnt stuff, but that's me, I suppose. It's such a weird thing, barbecues, because A, it's heavily carcinogenic, yeah. right? Because the majority See, of if things... if it is burnt, yeah, is inevitably. Burnt. And yeah. secondly, it's like five meals <laughs> yeah. on your plate, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I'll have a sausage and a piece of chicken and, oh, some pork. Yeah, go on, I'll have a pork chop as well. Oh, you've got corn. A sweet corn. Yeah, sweet <laughs> yeah. corn in, a, in in foil or whatever. And then you and have then all your salads. Prawns. Oh, I'll have a fish course as well. <laughs> And it's all on one plate. It's... Like, like you're right. You would never serve that to yourself 
On a Tuesday on a no- evening. Yeah, on a normal meal. But when it's a barbecue, you have a burger, sausage, <laughs> chicken breast, bit of steak, <laughs> veg- <laughs> vegetable kebab, salad, yeah. potato salad, all of it. Yeah. I'll have one of them. I'll have one of them. And, uh, then, yeah. <laughs> and then there's so much leftovers. Yeah. So you get all the leftovers, which is charred and a little bit kind of wet yeah. at the uh, end. Ooh. And you put, it, you put it into a container in the fridge. And never eat And leftovers. never eat it. I never. You do. I never do. It's a push for me to eat a burger or a sausage when it's hot and ready rather than not when it's sort of congealed and old and cold in yeah, the fridge. Yeah, because burgers, like the next day, you can see the fat oh, in them. Oh, you can see it. It's all congealed and it's awful. And you go, yeah. I'm never going to reheat or use this. No. So you've got to go straight in with uh, with the full plate. Now, Chris, uh, enough barbecue chat. <laughs> I would like to hear about what has ground your gears this week. Roll the jingle. Roll the jingle. Tell me what's grinding your gears, mate. I will. Tell me what's grinding your gears. Tell me what's grinding your gears, mate. All right. Tell us what's grinding your gears. Uh, do you want to kick it off, or shall I kick it off? Because it's Father's it Day, and it's you... all about me. You kick it off. Go on. I'm only joking about this, by the way. Just excited oh, today. Was. He's really, he's really going to squeeze every bloody drop out this weekend. I can tell you that now. <laughs> why not? I love it. <laughs> of course, why not? Um, it's just that he was in Canada for Mother's Day, and I got absolutely nothing. Also, I've been on set. <laughs> I've been on set for my birthday for the yeah. last four years. Yeah. This is us. I was on set. Modern Family was on set. Gone. But no, it's the truth. It is. And you're the worst. A couple of times I yeah. was on set for my birthday. So to actually have... Oh, it's so sad for you. <laughs> Smallest violin in the world. <laughs> oh my God, the banter's strong today. Strong, strong. It's good. I like it. I like you all, all bantery like this. Come on then. Are you hurrying me yes, on? Yes, what's the grind of gears? Going off on tangents again. Okay. Jen doesn't like a tangent because I don't it's mind an editorial nightmare. I don't mind a tangent, but just do your best to stick to... What we're talking yes. about. Okay. okay, so what ground your gears this week, Chris? Uh, it's, it's one thing in particular <laughs> that you all may appreciate and have experienced in the past, which is you're on the phone and you're leaving a message for someone. Yeah. So leaving a voicemail for someone mm-hmm. and someone else tries to call you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. So you, obviously you're leaving a message, so you cancel their call. Yes, and then they call back immediately. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then they keep calling. And keep calling. And you're like... And you're like, go away. I'm obviously in unavailable. In the yeah. Um, I will call you back afterwards. And then it's usually a parent or a family. <laughs> I love how you whispered that. Just in case yeah. they're listening. You know? yeah, it's yeah, usually yeah. a parent or well, a family Just in member. case they're listening, they probably are listening and whispering won't help. No. Uh, and so, and yeah. then when you speak to them afterwards, they go, "Huh, there must be something wrong with the line." And you're like, oh, "No, that's my grind. My grind is when, particularly the older generation, you get disconnected or the connection's not very good, and there has to be this really long explanation of an exposition of why the the call hasn't what worked. Went wrong. Rather than getting on with actually having mm-hmm. a conversation, now the phone is working or now the FaceTime is working. It's like. <laughs> 
Well, it, it can't be my end because I've got perfect reception. There's like, then you start taking offence. They start taking offence at the fact that their Wi-Fi is perfect. People like give themselves a badge for having a certain amount of bars. Oh, yeah. Well, I had three bars, so it can't have been me. And I've got 5G. So, so you're like, oh, well, you win. And, and so then the whole conversation is on a slightly irritated level. I mean, the amount of times that I've said to my mum, mum. It doesn't matter about like establishing what happened or whose fault it was that the call didn't work properly. Let's just have a chat now. Yeah. Let's, let's just let's, move forward with our lives. Let's move forward straight away. Yeah, yeah. But they love the phrase, I don't know what happened there. Oh, I don't know what happened there. I don't know I mean, what happened I mean, there. I mean, I, I tried to ring you three times. Goes and on forever. Very good grind. Very good Phone grind. grind. Do, you, uh, do you have a grind? I've got a grind. Tell me. I'm afraid... It, that it's a grind against you, Chris. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? I took again. I take notes now because I think I have to remember little things for each week's episode. So I did think this would be a good time to like bring this to the table. Bring this to the table. Okay. Yes. So I think you are the most fantastic hubby around the house. He's really tidy. Are you sweetening and... me up for like a bit <laughs> yes. of a drop kick? A little <laughs> a little bit. I think you're a wonderful husband. You do brilliant cooking and gardening and that kind of shizzle. But I am struggling with your organisational skills. Continue. They make absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. So for instance, he'll say, I've sorted out the fridge. I've rearranged everything. And it's all neat and lovely in there. Now I open it up and it is neat and lovely in there. But what, there's two parts. OCD, two parts, so it's two all parts, symmetrical. Two parts to this, right? So you organise things, I don't know, visually or however you do it. OCD. I would, I would organise things in the way that I was going to use them. So for instance, cheeses all in one place, meats all in one place, you know, drinks all in one place. Um, Salad, it, you know, salad that's half used on the left, new salad waiting to be used on the right. You know, so it's very clear which drawer you go to to you to get a, a used pepper or whatever. Who has more OCD here? Well, I just think then you always know when you, you see, you always say to me, why don't you put things away in the fridge? Right, because it really stresses me out. I open the fridge and literally there's half a pepper with no cling film on it next to an open packet of chicken, right? Or there's like, <laughs> or there's like a block of chocolate next to a a, a milkshake or something, and I'm just like, I, I don't. There's no order. There's no to order, you. and it stresses me out. Now the same thing happens in the loft situation, yeah. Where you go up and I'll you go, that. okay, there's a Christmas tree on top of a, a you know, Barbecue. a map, a picture of a map of France or something. And I'm like, why is there a Christmas box over there? And then a so that's my grind. I would love you to like gather things together in logical groups rather than just make everything neat, but nothing's together in a section. Do you know what I mean? Okay, I will. I will attempt. As I'm in a buoyant mood today, <gasps> you I are. will. I will attempt to do that for you. Thanks, mate. I appreciate it. Okay, so. I've done a little bit of looking around the internet and I can't really find the origin of the term blue-arsed fly really isn't more than somebody's just attached blue-arsed to it. You know what I mean? Like it's really, there's no other origin apart from the fact that it was first recorded in Master Mariner in 1936, which was obviously a book. Claude Lionel Cumberledge, who was in the Royal Navy between 1877 and 1962. So he'd written... 
Um, there and everywhere, he was working like a Trojan and dancing around like a blue-arsed fly in a strange roundhouse. So that's the first written... Okay. And then, apparently, on the 22nd of April, 1970, it was reported that Prince Philip... Duke of Edinburgh, who served in the Royal Navy, had also used the phrase during a tour of Australia. And the photographer was saying, I hope I get some good pictures for you, sir. You should do, the Duke said. You've been running around like a blue-arsed fly. Do you think it's something to do with, like, because those, you know, those really fat flies... You know, the ones that go... The blue bottles. Blue bottle. Blue bottles. Are they called blue bottle because they have a blue ass? Yeah. They obviously look blue. So that, that, I mean, that's why you notice a blue bottle, <gasps> don't you? More than you would notice a littler fly. So are these the flies that we're talking about? The ones that <laughs> don't find their way out of the door? Yes. So they're running around aimlessly. Trying... I love this conclusion. Maybe this is why it's a blue ass fly. So it's used, obviously, to, to explain anybody who's in a frantic mood. So, yes, very good. Thanks very much. Jen's Origin of So it's a quick one this week because uh, I've got to get off to my gig. Oh, I'm so excited for your gig. I'm so excited will for my gig. Will you do a little um, uh, selfie video of, of yourself doing a little song? And we'll put a little snippet of it on the show notes or whatever. Yes, of course I will. I'd Let's love to. Let's do that. We're also going for a nice bit of lunch tomorrow for we are. Father's Day. I'm not sure if I mentioned yeah you did mention father's day and uh i was obviously well ahead of you because i got that booked in perfectly because i couldn't get in on the sunday so i've had to book in on the saturday (laughs) left it a bit last minute there i like that though i like i like that we're celebrating the day before do you know celebrate it the day before then we don't have to go out on on sunday we can all just chill me and my uh my, my best mates uh rob and tone right we used to quite often celebrate New Year's Eve on the 30th. Well, do you know what? We did We did the 30th as musos because we were nearly always gigging on New Year's Eve. I see. So we, yeah. we would always, like all the musicians would get together on the 30th of, of December and go, let's celebrate tonight. And then we were gigging and earning money on New Year's Eve. So that was really savvy. And it's so much better. I just think it's yeah. an enjoyable thing to have it the day before. What's yeah. the best day around Christmas? It's Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Isn't it? Oh, Chris- it's Christmas Eve Eve. That's even Christmas better. Christmas Eve Eve <laughs> is great. So, Jen, have a wonderful gig. Thanks, darling. I will. The fly has left the room. <laughs> and, Chris, have a wonderful Father's Day yesterday. This weekend. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I have noticed about yeah. this weather, mm-hmm. and that I never took for granted living in America, but there's air conditioning everywhere. Oh. Okay. Now... In most British households, during the heat of summer, everyone has a little fan. <laughs> a little now, fan. That really little fan. <laughs> really little. That they bought that really hot summer a couple of years ago. <laughs> Maybe we should get a second little fan, but everyone's sold out. <laughs> so we've got one little fan for three of us in a house. And every time I go and try and find the little fan, someone's nicked it. Yeah, someone's nicked it, mate. You're like, where yeah. is the little fan? That doesn't really make a huge difference. I'm going to go difference. find it now, mate. Are you having the little fan? I'm going to go find the little fan. What you, why do you want it? No. Are you going to fight me for it? <laughs> hey, listen, at the end of the day, I'm your biggest fan. Hey! <laughs> Have a lovely right, week, we everyone. Bye bye. <laughs> 
you reckon there's a world where these flies are in fact super clever and not as dumb as we think they are? You mean like because they, they actually do want to stay in the house rather than leave? Yeah, so you open the door expecting them to leave, but they're like, <laughs> dude, I've just started. Hey, hey, I'm going to do my window thing here. <laughs> I think you might be being a bit paranoid now. Yeah, maybe. A little bit paranoid. Do you remember that movie, The Fly? I do, yes. With Jeff uh, Goldblum. Steve Gutenberg. Oh, no, no. Not Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg no, wasn't uh, in The Jeff Fly. Jeff Goldblum. Blam. He was a fly.